Hey everybody, this is Diana Stimkowski of Diana Your Life Coach and this podcast, You Can Change Your Mind at Any Time in Your Business uh, podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about some things that you may not be very familiar with, but I want to address emotions and in terms of your business or really anything in your life. So business owners we trans or the the you know if you are transitioning from employee to business owner you're expanding your present business you are really cultivating and nurturing these emotions of self-confidence self-belief and self-trust because when we look at starting something or changing something our brain literally looks at that as dangerous it at this point, the primitive parts of our brain have not evolved enough to differentiate between what is a real danger, getting hit by a car, eaten by an animal, and something new, something challenging to us. And this is good news because feelings come from our thinking. So those feelings of fear, doubt, panic, anxiety, urgency, lack, are all reflections of the thinking that our brain keeps offering us, so we literally stay safe, which is basically where we are. And thoughts, which are really just sentences or phrases in our mind, come first, usually, and then our feelings come up. So it's not what's happening to us in our business or out in the world that generates our feelings. It's what we're thinking about those circumstances. So, and in some cases, because we have this conversation in coaching with my fellow coaches, is well, say for instance, do all feelings come from our thinking, or our you know our feelings of maybe um, you know fear come from just an automatic primordial place in our brain. And we just act unconsciously because that's it's an involuntary action to flee or fight or freeze uh, in terms of our you know what we need to survive. So we can go into you know for the most part, you know our thoughts create our feelings. There are some feelings, of course, like I said, that just come you know come from a deep place. I think that that's really part of the primitive brain keeping us again safe. So if we have these thoughts that our brain is offering us, um, we often hear the same thoughts on repeat. And that's our mean girl in some cases, just offering us this really horrible commentary of what is, seems to be going on or their, your brain's interpretation based upon your experiences and your baggage of what's going on. So, and because we've heard them so often, we wind up believing them. They seem so true to us because one, we've never challenged them. We've never sit, you know, sat down and said, well, is, is this true? This thought, I'm not good enough, really true. Is it, can I base this on fact or is this just, you know, compounded interest of the brain offering this thought and I just keep believing it and my belief compounds. So, for instance, you've probably heard yourself say to yourself, uh, you'll never succeed, you're going to suck at this, 
you've never done this before, you've done this before, but not very well. This is a lot of work. Is it worth it? I don't think I can do it. Success, success happens to other people, not me. And so these are probably a very small example of what our brains offer us when it comes to just general brain chatter, chit chat. And this is where our we can really get bogged down in that that cyclical thinking, which you know, if you've been chronically anxious or chronically depressed, that that's the litany of words and sentences that happen over and over and over again, which just wear us down. It's just our brain um, not really serving us, obviously, but it's also we haven't. There is the possibility of retraining our brain. Yes, there are some people who need medication to help with that, but the brain can be retrained. And so our brain delivers these unconscious thoughts like like it's the news. Like we're, you know, this is what happened on this day. And they feel true, feel factual. And they all we can also find evidence for their quote-unquote truth from our past. And so Opening a new business or expanding it, you know, changing who we are in our business is really future focused. Our brain uses our memory to make decisions based upon the past. And as business owners, we can train our mind to think and act from, for our business from the present and the future, which is going to be probably another podcast episode but for our purposes right now if we this new identity as a business owner or you know uh, franchise whatever it is is you know based on data that our brain has compiled so and our brain has been compiling that information for a very long time and so it looks like it's really true because how often do we really question some of the chatter in our brain? And so from that past evidence, we don't, we're getting the conclusion, our brain is delivering this conclusion to us that we're, whatever we're trying to do, whatever we want to do won't be possible for us. It won't happen. And as a business owner, one of the skills you have to learn is believing ahead of time in yourself, in your brain, in your decision making, in your thought processes, and your what you really want in your business. And so I have um, a formula I'm working on for believing ahead of time, and this will definitely be a podcast episode, but really, you know, mind management and by that i'm i'm saying processing and feeling all of our emotions positive and negative learning to be aware of our brains and the story it tells us so that's part of mind management is just this having this uh, objective view of what's going on in our brain which we can definitely learn to do we don't have to believe everything our brain offers us not every thought is a good one. We want to be much more discerning about what we pay attention to in our brain, what we're focusing on. Part of this 
formula for believing ahead of time is cultivating new beliefs. Because when you have the old beliefs going on, you can't do this, you're not enough, you'll never never be successful because that's not for people like this, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, that amount of money will never be available to me. We have to build on purpose new beliefs that we can just slide right into our brain when our when we have those old default thinking coming up for us we have to have like powerful enough new beliefs that we cultivate cultivate and practice on a regular basis in believing so when our brain wants to go to the negative we have we just pull out our new beliefs and say yes i really like this belief it's possible for me I like what it says about me in this in my future when I believe this. This is something I really want. I want to believe in it. And then part of the formula is also keeping going. Taking massive action. And that really is reliant upon self-belief, self-confidence and self-trust. This whole equation, my management plus new beliefs plus keep going equals our new results that we want, the goals that we want in our business, the goals that we want for ourselves in our business. So I'll talk about new beliefs and believing them at some point, but let's for right now focus on fostering the self-belief, the confidence, and the trust. So because they're so vital to our long-term success, whether in our business or in our personal life. I mean, these kinds of uh, self-actualization type of beliefs in ourselves are so powerful. They, They permeate all of our lives. So I'm gonna um, define my definition of these three three things, self-belief, self-confidence, and self-trust. And then I'm gonna offer you how to build them. So number one, self-belief is your ability, believing in your ability to complete things, to achieve goals. And this is where follow through is so key. And this is where a lot of us stumble. And our brains get in the way with the doubt and the fear and the uh, insecurity. And so we head right into self-sabotage um, and maybe not even be conscious that we're doing it. We head into perfectionist tendencies. We start procrastinating. And so, you know, that perfectionism, you know, where perfect really doesn't exist and we keep trying to make something perfect and we're really getting nothing practical done. And the procrastination is, you know, just a manifestation of that doubt, that anxiety of some of the future, really. So we build self-belief by really learning to hold ourselves accountable. Uh, They're really recognizing we we ourselves are responsible for our emotional experiences. We are the ones who um, dictate our feelings and our thinking. Nothing, you know, if, if we're believing that the circumstances in the world, politics, um, pandemics, um, world banking crises are dictating our feelings. Where is our power? So really our power comes from our thinking because that dictates our feelings. So 
when it comes to what I call emotional adulthood, where we are taking responsibility for our thinking and our feeling, we become very powerful because we decide how we want to think and feel about something. If we notice that we're starting to, to head down a rabbit hole of negative thinking, we can always pull ourselves back out by choice. I don't really want to go down that rabbit hole. I know what it does to me. I'm choosing not to go down that rabbit hole. I'm choosing to focus on what I want to focus on. And so emotional maturity, emotional adulthood is something we can learn. It's just, it's an amazing journey to take. Just that on its own will we'll shift things for you dramatically. There's also a lot of trial and error in self-belief. And I think it's, you know, this is where it ties in with self-trust is we try different things. We don't make an error, quote unquote, mean anything. Because really, if you have, if you look at failure as just something, I'm trying something I've never tried before, and I'm not necessarily very good at it yet as failure, you can see where that definition is just not going to support any future <laughs> attempts at something. So we really need to uh, come up with a different definition of failure, or even if you want to use that word. You know, I call it trial and error. You know, I, I call failure as attempts and, and data. I'm compiling information about wh what works and what didn't. And then I move on. I don't make it mean anything about me. I don't take it personally. I don't let it distract me and divert me <laughs> down a path that I don't want to go to. And I think a lot of this requires awareness. Looking at where I'm stumbling, where did I procrastinate? Where am I avoiding? I mean, these are key questions and it just builds this muscle of awareness, you know, and learning to follow through. Where do you get caught in the follow through? I mean, this is really key information to know. So self-confidence. I define this a little differently because um, I learned, uh, I think a really, for me, a better definition for it from um, my coach training. So it's the willingness and the ability to feel any emotion and keep going. So if you're willing to feel fear, humiliation, joy, accomplishment, regret, love, shame, disappointment, motivation, to name just a very few, when starting a new business or relationship, it won't be as challenging for you because you've learned how to manage all those emotions. You've learned, you've learned that feeling them is not going to kill you. It's not going to feel great, but it's not going to harm you. And feeling them doesn't automatically mean something has gone wrong. There's a, an assumption there that as humans, we're going to react very quickly and very, uh, uh, comprehensively to our own emotions. And our brain jumps to, if I'm feeling fear, doubt, humiliation, disappointment, regret, then something seriously has gone wrong. But is that really true? Most cases, no. And so really, if you're self-confident, you're going to feel all these things and, and go forward anyway. You're gonna be taking action from this belief ahead of time that I can do this. 
I may not know exactly what I'm doing, but I can figure it out. I trust myself to be resourceful and resilient enough to handle what comes my way. And so it's really, I look at building self-confidence in this way because I've, I've done some things probably in the last year and a half, which I'll never do that, you know. So a simple way to build your self-confidence is to dare yourself to do something you're very uncomfortable doing. And that could, that's a whole spectrum of all kinds of things for most people. It could be sending your food back at a really nice restaurant or telling, your, telling someone how you feel about them, asking them out on a date. Um, public speaking is a terrifying one that I addressed directly about be almost three years ago. I joined a Toastmasters club. I almost puked and had some major <laughs> physical reactions, nervous reactions to go just going to a Toastmasters meeting. I wasn't even speaking, but just the sheer thought of going to the meeting absolutely terrified, terrified me. I almost turned around like three times on the way to this meeting. Anyway, I, I belonged to that club for a year. I got a lot more comfortable. I challenged myself every week to stand up in front of people and speak. And it was a safe place to do that when you're not very comfortable and had a great supportive environment. So that is one of the gifts I gave myself was really challenging that deep fear I think a lot of people have. Um, and another one is um, I did recently was just, I put out a sign for free coaching at a rest uh, a, a grocery store and sat out there for almost two hours no one came up to me. I got some nods. I got some whatevers. But I, I would just wanted to really challenge myself on putting myself out there to that degree and dealing with the fact that no one really engaged, dealing with my own expectations. And it was a huge boost in confidence because I, I thought like six months ago I would never do that. And I did it. And so I just, it felt there was a definite, immediate surge in what I felt I was capable of. So, and really, a lot of you probably know on a theoretical level that the more you do something, the more comfortable it, it gets. You're more comfortable with your own discomfort. So that's one of the things I think is definitely true. Um, and if you're willing to be uncomfortable, then really what can happen to you? You know, from what are you not willing to do? So it really tests your boundaries. Third thing, self-trust, is really consistently staying true to yourself. And this has to do with your own needs and your own safety. Taking yourself first, really. It's putting yourself as your top priority. And that looks like really coming from a place of love and compassion, not one of perfectionism. It's recognizing that you are a work in progress and that if you keep trying to be this person you want to be, one day you're going to get there. It's really refusing to give up on this, this version of you you really want to be. And talk about resilience and resourcefulness. Those are huge factors in self-confidence and in self-trust. 
I trust that I have all the information I need to know about what's important to me inside. I can always use myself as a resource. I'm, you know, if I don't have the answers within, I know how to find them. I know how to act on them, even if it's just a little bit every day. And so talking about self-sabotage, um, you know, say that's a tendency of yours. The thing about self-trust is that you're not, you know, looking to eradicate all those self-sabotaging behaviors in a very short span of time. Like I'm giving myself a week to overcome these tendencies. You're a human. Give yourself some grace. There will be times when self-sabotaging tendencies are, you know, what you need to do. But you have awareness of them and you're not going to judge yourself for being that person again. You're just going to pick yourself back up and keep going. That's who I used to be. I know this behavior doesn't doesn't really support me. But you're just going to keep going and know like, well, yep, I kind of fell off that wagon, but I picked myself back up and I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to judge myself for being a human. And the same thing would apply to procrastination. You might procrastinate sometimes still as you work on yourself. Maybe you will. And that's okay too, because you're a human. You keep going anyway, because your, your eye is focused on that end result, whatever it is. It's not on the distraction. You're like, oh, yep, I can feel all that distraction. You know, and sometimes that might be good to give into them. Other times, you know, it's like, I just got to keep going. But you're the one. You're not, there's no judgment necessary to keep yourself in line. And that's another conversation. You know, it's like if we, you know, beat up ourselves ahead of time, we think, oh, that's self-correcting and really helpful. It is not. So um, building that self-trust is choosing on purpose to give yourself permission to start something, that business, that expansion. It's choosing to give yourself permission to be human as you do it. Another way to do this um, and to sort of self-regulate is really surrounding yourself with people who offer a really good example of self-trust. It's just an example to follow. Because if you're around people who suck the life out of you, <laughs> then you, I'm sure we're all familiar with that. We don't, we're not, we don't stay connected to what we want. We just feel all of a sudden exhausted and negative and just want to stop. So really building self-trust is saying no to the things and the people who drain you that are not in keeping with what you want deep down. And managing your brain is part of this, the self-trust. Because if you have that, you know, that mean girl offering you these negative thoughts on replay, on repeat, we have to manage our brains around that. And that looks like, all right, brain, I hear you offering me all these lovely thoughts that I, you know, are... I Sorry about the abrupt ending to that conversation. Um, what I wanted to say, finish saying basically was that if we don't have a lot of that self-confidence, the belief and the trust, 
we're not focusing on what we have done and what is happening. We're more focused on what isn't happening. We're more focused on the things that are not there, that we think they should be there by now. And so that becomes the focus of the business rather than you know, building relationships to get more clients, building relationships in our network, building our um, our presence in, that we want to have in our own business. So I think what, to leave this session, this um, conversation a bit more clearly, is that you, part of the way that you can start this process is really paying attention to where you're not following through, to where you're not trusting yourself, where you lack confidence. Because there's kind of the assumption that if you're going into business that you have to be good at, at, at wearing all the hats. And that is not what I'm saying. I don't think that's even possible. I mean, there are some people who like to learn about all aspects of the business and seem to be pretty proficient at doing it and some sometimes even enjoy most of it. But for most of us, I think that, you know, we don't have to be good at everything. And we may not have the resources right now to offload some of those duties and responsibilities onto somebody else. And that's fine too. For right now, you want to give yourself some grace and some space to be the business person that you are right now. Doing the best you can, following through on your word, following through on your word to your business. So it's really, you know, this looks like we're avoiding some things. We're we're resistant and putting off some of the, our tasks. And so, and sometimes for the most part, you're going to see patterns of behavior when you look at the things that you're, you're avoiding for whatever reason. So for right now in your business, whatever state it is in and whatever stage and part of the progress that you are right now is perfectly okay. Is perfectly great because you keep, if you keep taking steps forward, you're, you're eventually going to get there. We'll never know all the hows going into it because that's part of our journey as business people is we learn the hows as we do them. So in, in essence, if you're looking for all the answers right now, you're probably not going to find them. So just to leave off, nurturing the belief, the confidence, and the trust in yourself is the way. It's the way to keep you on track. It's the way to keep you connected to yourself and to your business and your overall, what you feel is your purpose in in your life and in your business. So that's where I'm going to leave it. Um, Sorry about the interruption. Hopefully I can put these two recordings together seamlessly. I will be back next time, next week with another topic along the same line of business. Um, and we'll go from there. And if you have any comments or questions for me, let me know. And please rate my podcast if you would be so kind. Leave me a review, and I would appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.